podcast. This is Unhirable with White Karen and Go To Gay Tommy. Hi. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, whoa! I'm dropping the machine. You oh did God, it. I'm the worst at this. Tell um, them. Tell them. First of all, welcome back. Welcome tell them back, what I was. Cotter. Tell them what I am. Uh, say it the word. No, no, no. Say the word. Say what I did. Say what I am right now. Say what I am today. You are a new face. What? No. Well, I mean, things are not to say. Uh-huh. No, huh? you have to say the word. You have to say early. No, well. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. You were. Tommy. You were. People need to know. <laughs> you were um, here at my apartment. <gasps> when? On time. Oh, no. No, no, you were on time. <laughs> no, no, no. No, you were, you were deeply on time. Say the word. You were early. Really? <laughs> oh, my God. How, How it did it feel to me. say it? Yes, I knew. It feels like violence from I did it out heterosexuals of a, against gays. I did it out of violent impulses. I know. And then you showed up and gave me a vial of marijuana. <laughs> to be an asshole. You're such a fucking <laughs> cunt. I can't even. You white women, even though you're not white, you get passing privilege. Thank you. I'm not white. Jew is not white. No. But here's my question. <laughs> Would you ever have rhinoplasty? No. I like my nose. I like your nose too. Good. Mm-hmm. I mean, but if you wanted to, face. I would support it. Yeah. Really? No, no, no. I just think that you would do anything. So I don't want to <laughs> say that I don't think you should do Why? anything. Why? Do you think I'm a kind of Machiavellian princess cunt? Um, ooh, I wasn't going Machiavelli with it, but if that's uh, the by all means I'm just asking lens, if that's your opinion. Do I think you're Machiavellian? Yeah, probably. <laughs> do you think I am? Yeah. Yeah, I am probably so. Yeah, you are a little bit. I think that you are someone who makes an active attempt to... I think that you have a moral issue with that, whereas I don't. I see it as an issue of pragmatism more. And I also have morality, but, like, do you know what I mean? Well, you have the smarter view in New York City because this is a city full of Machiavellis. Absolutely. So, Which means psychopath. <laughs> it, like, it, oh, the Venn diagram of that and psychopath is so such a large swath of crazy. It is. But it's crazy. It's crazy. Survival crazy. It's like, all right, crazy. It's crazy. It is a difficult city to live in because everybody here is exactly like Donald Trump. And everyone here hates Donald Trump. I suck at snapping. So everybody here hates themselves. Uh Aha. 10,000. So I think that that's why we've talked so much about Donald Trump is the fact that we live at the epicenter of the Trump era. Like this is where it all began. Are at the epi. Like, I mean, it began in, you know, 72 years ago or more than that. Whenever Fred, Freddie Trump was born, the elder who was an alcoholic, <laughs> I think his name was Freddie. Um, he was the alcoholic and, you know, kind of like the Kennedys had Joseph Jr. who died in, I think, a plane crash. Which one was that? Was he hot? They were all hot. There was not <laughs> one. Even the lobotomized daughter was probably hot. Probably. Um, but the Trumps made new york what it is and that's like to their credit new york is what it is i think in large part because of the trumps explain the father went into black neighborhoods and just bought up tons of property and then kicked out all the black people like that's the story of oh they new, new york. yorkified new york yeah they knew by York-ified. kicking people out of new york exactly oh so yeah. it's such a it's this oldest story known to man <laughs> and made it really what you call white uh meaning power it became a power place it became a place that was very white but white in the way that you i think i'm afraid to call obama you call obama white 
regularly on the show. Or you, you, you are not consider he is white. No, but I may I you use it in like a power sense, and like I don't understand exactly the argument, so I don't want to misrepresent it. But you've said this a few times, where like there's a point where you're so rich or powerful that you're white. Yes, I think that. Look, I think that race ha- is an is an overlap of real life and semantics. So, so when I say white, there's only a percentage of that there's some overlap with skin color so that there's only that percentage of that in there do you know what I'm saying there's other factors in white because white in itself is also a social thing so it stands to reason that other things could affect it other than skin color if it doesn't just correspond to skin color do you mean that it's a construct in the sense that like Rachel Dolezal is entitled to her well people say race is a construct like you have to pick that it either is or it isn't like Race is partially constructed, and there's a partial basis in the physical differences we see between individuals. Like, it, I, I think that's like a really reasonable and accurate like way to think about race. Yeah, no, I think that that's true because white isn't also a monolith. There's lots of different expressions of whiteness, um, especially I'm here. Like here, America is so tolerant of various whitenesses, not so much of various othernesses. And if you're going to put everything in a hierarchy, there's a hierarchy of whiteness. Like, different whites have more cachet than other whites. Where would you put Jews? Uh, At the bottom, probably, for most people, but not for Catholics, really. Really? That's the truth. Yeah, Catholics don't want to kill a Jew. What's the Catholic relationship to Jewness? Yeah, you guys are cool. Yeah? On account of what? Being, like, mad OT? Yeah, it's like mad OT and, like, um, I think that we're just like so pagany mm. that we really are, despite the horrors that the Catholic Church has perpetrated, trained as a congregation to just like accept everybody as our brother and sister. Like it really does preach this idea of everything being connected. It's pagan. At least Irish Catholic is. I don't know about for other types. Italian Catholic hmm. seems to be that way. Mexican Catholic, a hundred percent is that way. Catholic seems so like, and not in a bad way, but in like an ancient religion way, like superstitious and like runic. Do you know what I mean? Pagan. Exactly. Yeah. It is all those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. It's like witchy. But it's wicked witchy. Mm-hmm. And the like whole conflict in ireland for instance ties to the witchiness if you go to the west of ireland and visit churches you see where oliver cromwell's army went across the country and whacked faces off of the facades of churches because you're not supposed to worship false idols well he was right yep there's like in galway for instance i think it's saint nicholas church you can go in and the protestants went in like the tacky motherfuckers that they are. <laughs> Everything's mm. got to be beige um, <laughs> or white. Is that true? No. Oh. <laughs> Is Maybe. that a rule? Does God need a beige? No, I mean, just like, you know, like the interior, like literally and figuratively, like beige tones. Like right. you just like decorate. Yeah, it's a lot. God gets bottom. off hard on beige. In the wasp. The <laughs> 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 um, but yeah. Anyway, yeah, there's, like, the churches that have all the witchy stuff knocked off. And that sort of, like, is a little bit, like, what New York is like now. Like, you mean? The witchy stuff isn't necessarily, like, people, 
are so suburban in the city and have been raised to just like things that they know are reliable that like I saw a GNC go up in the village like today and the village is like where like I don't know like a lot of fucking cool art has come out of the village yeah like all of it still yeah I don't know and for some reason the GNC I was just like ugh I know isn't it depressing like is the cross is that for like the like CrossFit that's like nearby like the direct line I don't know like I, I don't get like are, why are you talking about the corner of Six Ave and um, is it the West Carmine? Yeah, 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 yeah. That used to be CVS when I lived there like forever ago at NYU, <laughs> and it was a, it was this like two <coughs> two story CVS I remember that was really easy to steal from because <laughs> no one was ever watching the second floor ever, <laughs> um, and I no longer do that. That's. <laughs> Allegedly. That's kid shit. That's Allegedly. kid shit. No, I don't. I don't fuck with that shit. I'm a law abiding. Si- I mean, I'm a good person. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> All alleged. <laughs> uh, I don't. I definitely don't steal. I don't fuck with that at all. Goodbye stealing forever well god damn that's not another, cute like a second offense was that what they call it so like you'd this be, would be a felony <laughs> K Ron out. No, Israel. I had to. G- I got my youth out in my youth. Thank God. <laughs> um, uh, and you've put it back into your face. <laughs> thank you for noticing my youthful face. <laughs> <laughs> I hooked up with a guy that had a facelift <gasps> the recently. Yeah. Um, how could you tell? Come on. I know. <laughs> you, can, uh, yeah, you know how to tell. Like, I mean, it could have just been. A ton of Botox. It could have been like a liquid facelift. You know about that bullshit? Yeah, but they look really different. Like that's that looks how and you can tell when people have had both because that looks more puffy like how Suzanne Summers looked after she did her like crazy fucking. It was like her stem cell thing, but it was real. It was like basically a fat grafting procedure and they just like did a lot, <laughs> a lot in her face all at once and in a lot of places, which makes your face look a, like a, uh, a kind of potato. Suzanne Summers is somebody who has made so much money from the anti-aging market. And I worked for a woman in Los Angeles who was trying to be a Suzanne Summers and wrote terrible books about how to eat, but actually had like really <laughs> good ideas that were basically the same as Suzanne Summers. So why were the books terrible? Well, because she wrote them at the level of, like, a plagiarizing seventh grader. <laughs> it was horrific. It was really bad. You know, this was somebody, like, education I don't think is um, important necessarily to have if you want to, like, create. But she left school. What do you mean by that? Like, if you want to be in business or if you want to create art or, like, what? If you want to write something, you don't have to go to school. You don't I don't think want that's to, I, I'm not saying that that's a rule. I'm saying obviously it makes it easier to like construct a sentence. But for this woman, she dropped. Let me just give you the backstory. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I have prepared. so much to say. No, you have so many opinions. <laughs> uh, so do I. That's why it's like nice. Uh, I prefer reasoned arguments, but um, <laughs> opinions. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah. 
logically sound and valid. I mean, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, whatever. Uh, it's not important. I'm just so right. As I and many listeners say, <laughs> wrong thought. <laughs> no one has said that. Maybe one or two people. <laughs> to your face. <laughs> wow. So we're telling the truth on this podcast. No. Trying to hurt my feelings. No, I can't hurt your feelings. That's true. No, that is not true. Have I hurt your feelings today? Not today. What's that proof of? <laughs> I'm trying to think if you've hurt my feelings today. No, today? Of course you haven't. No. It's been so nice. I've showered you with goodness. We did have a really hard couple weeks. Uh, and it was like interesting fighting this time because like it made me really think about like the show. It was like, oh, yeah, that that like maybe not doing the podcast is the right thing to do. And that made me feel really not good. Like, I didn't feel happy about that, and I didn't feel comfortable with it. Um, but I will say this. Fighting with you has felt very different than fighting with pretty much anybody else in my life. Go on. Because I don't know anybody... And this is ultimately why I could not even really consider, I mean, not that I couldn't consider, I did consider not doing the podcast anymore. Uh, but really the reason that I couldn't is because I think that what you bring to this is like the sort of like radical honesty about your feelings, like saying that I hurt your feelings. Uh, <laughs> um, or... Like, just being, like, really kind of, like, radically present and, like, into conversations as they unfold has been, like, really one of the things about working with you that has been revolutionary for me. And I wasn't ready to, like, stop exploring what that dynamic could do over time. Um, and I'm kind of glad that our guest today canceled mm -hmm. because, like, last week we did an episode with somebody and it was, like like, easy and fun convo, but we didn't really, like we had had this really intense personal experience, you and I, um, of really considering whether or not to continue doing this podcast. Because um, you and I have radically different working styles. Uh, slightly. It, it, I, uh, I would say we differ by a hair. Um, yeah, like a hair on a giant. <laughs> <laughs> but a hair on a giant is still a hair. So to the giant. And so... We just have to grow into the hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting better and better as the analogy goes along. <laughs> we're giants. <laughs> <laughs> we're big and we're boys. We are. But yeah, you know, I don't know. Like, I've been feeling like really crazy in this like. Me too, homie. Yeah. I've been feeling crazy. Crazy like in a panicked but also energized and pr highly productive way. That's also creative. Like, it's weird. I think it's called mania. <laughs> I think it is called mania. And maybe it's like we're two chicks and like our cycles are just like sinking up. Interesting. I am on my moon time. <laughs> <laughs> Did Kate, we should get Kate Wolf in here. We Absolutely. Need it's her birthday. Today's her birthday? It is. Yo. Happy birthday, Katie. Dedicate. It is. I, I wish her a happy birthday now that I think As did I. Insta. Of course. I should have texted her. I texted her. her like a real Ooh. friend, but wow, <laughs> it wasn't a huge it. deal that I did it. Only a great <laughs> friend would do such a thing. Um, yeah, but like I'm Making not a comic a and she still didn't invite me to open for her in Philly. I'm upset about it. Are, <laughs> are we hurt? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> wow. Talking about her, you, you look know. devastated. <laughs> well, You're gutted. No, I'm going to start getting Botox so you won't be able to tell. Ooh, a one-upping me. To hide my feelings. I'm so, so excited to feature for her in Philly. Featuring. Yeah, she's a good friend. The F-Life. Yeah, she's one of my best, best friends. Lifting of which people. I have like three, maybe four? Three. I'd say three is like a max amount. Yo. That's the other thing. You are a lifter upper. Thanks. You're a yes person, and mm. I'm kind of a no person. And you actually inspire me to be more of a yes person. You have actually inspired me to be more yes and no. Like, uh. say no to being an asshole <laughs> and say yes to being an asshole in the right ways. Yeah, because you can't help being an <laughs> no. asshole. No, listen, it's like I Jew. can't. But you can't wash it <laughs> off. Nope. We're stuck with it. My shit still stinks, <laughs> but it's weird. It's like, it's funny because my r- relationships as of late with you, with other people, like, have indicated to me a little bit more how to channel being a total dick in like every air aspect but into a way that's productive and like suits me which is like basically on stage and in professional you know what i mean like you can like it's funny to be a dick but it's like not funny to be a dick when it people don't don't like it like (laughs) or like are hurt by it personally do you know what i'm saying Mm. where it's like openly rude and disrespectful (laughs) like it's maybe like less charming but still funny but like there's a yes and a no part of it my issues with you were really very uh localized to time you know, I think that lots of people agree with you, though, and have a localized fucking issue with me over it. But that's why it was easy to, like... I, I got so enraged by the time thing recently. Mm-hmm. And, like, I had to, like, really, like, reflect on, like, what that meant about me as much. Because you, in a fight, do not fucking back down. Which is really exciting about fighting. <laughs> I love, I gotta say, I'm, I love fighting. If I gotta fight, I, I, I prefer not to fight with people. Yes. But if, I got, if I'm fighting, then we're fucking doing it. I mean, but I kind of feel the exact same way. Mine comes from <laughs> like an intense abuse history <laughs> in my family. Yeah, that's just mine. Yeah, yeah we fight um, like abused kids. <laughs> We've said that before, but we really do both fight like abused kids. Well, it's just like I can't be like ignored or dismissed. It really, I or or really misunderstood where I don't have a chance to redeem myself or whatever. Or I'm just a cunt, like <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I've been cunted at. Yeah, I wonder how much of my fighting is because I'm just like when I feel like you're being a cunt. Not you, mm. Karen, but you. Literally everyone that I fight with. Mm. How much of it is like I will fight with a lot of people, by the way. Yeah. There's, like, not a lot of people I won't fight with. Fighting with strangers is a treat, a, a gift that New York gives you. Sometimes, I don't mean, like, fighting for no reason with strangers. I mean when you have a righteous fucking thing with someone and you get to be that righteous stranger. I had to ask. I've had two crazy experiences this week in a restaurant with men, white men. Straight, I believe, white men. Go on. One who scared the shit out of me and I was like this person who was like by themselves and like acting crazy and kept touching his pocket and like asking what time we were closing that and is then, a New York nightmare mm-hmm. 
Oh yeah, like I was terrified. Yeah, I was like, we're going to die. <laughs> I had to ask him to leave, and I was like, I'm not gonna like talk, like really talk about it. It was like really scary though. No. Then this other guy grabbed a woman that I work with, her by the hand. A customer. A customer. I think he was Italian or like maybe even Russian. Was I don't he know. hot in any way? Every way. Really? Beefy. Kind of like a like. A face? was face look like though? Older. Like in his like 50s. Like okay? Like okay face? Would you okay it? A hundred percent. Oh, go on. No, he was like, he was honestly like an attractive man. He wasn't unattractive. He was beefy as fuck too. He was like one and a half times the size of me. And this guy um, grabbed a woman that I work with by the hand and like wouldn't let her go till he was done speaking and then let her go that's a that's honestly an assault it's a fucking assault yeah uh and then when another person went to go fill his water he said uh do you even speak english (gasps) where are you from he said yes i speak perfect english uh and i was born in latin america um and uh the guy said i don't want water from you Mm-hmm. Was he be doing a bit? No, he was like drunk. Oh, so, so he was a true. We had to ask racist. Him. Yeah, we asked him to leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah 100%. He was Your Mel Gibsoning hard. Is you. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was Mel Gibsoning. That that should see you. So I asked the guy to leave, and he like stood up and got real barrel chested on me. Ooh, a beefy barrel man. And I was like, so after you in came, a different what context, happened? <laughs> <laughs> I would turn around and grab my ankles. But you, sir, are not not naughty. Welcome here. You <laughs> grab your ankles, sir, and I will not give you water. You <laughs> I'll give you water, but not like that. <laughs> um, oh, I make myself laugh. Yeah, that's fucking violent and awful. That's real violence. But it made me think about, like, I don't know. It made me think about, like, fighting, and I, like, don't like to do it. I was, like, really worked up about it. Like, I, like, it took me a while to, like, come down from that place. And, like, I don't know. Like, there's, like, real fucking issues among the people that we interact with daily in this city in New York. Mm. And I want to spend more time on this show, like, really getting into shit like that. Like, it's, like... I want to spend more time having conversations about race with you. I want to spend more time having conversations about class and like trying to understand what it is. Like I credit these two events to Donald Trump. I really do. I haven't seen men acting so unhinged. And the reason that I recognize Hmm. it is because I feel it. I feel as a man, there is like a little bit that I can do and say now. And like when I think that there's something that like the feminists like trademark are saying that I disagree with. Whereas, like, during the Obama era, I really did not say a lot of what I thought. Now, this could be a personal development Mm. thing, but I see other men acting gross. I'm not saying I want to act gross. I'm saying that I do feel like I can, like, resist something and that I can sort of, like, identify as a man in a way. And even standing kind of, like, chest to chest with this guy, I, like, honestly felt like this, like, male energy between us and I was like I had to be the you one to rock ask. hard oh yeah <laughs> I was like I had to be the one to ask this guy to leave like it had to, I had to be the one right. to do it are you saying men or white men oh yeah I guess that that's true I'm I'm saying white men no I am saying white men but maybe men in general but I'm talking specifically what about white men who are not American but live here do you think it emboldens them yeah I think so 
I think it's men in general, honestly. Because that guy like, wasn't from here. No, right? but he was like European. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I do think that men in general, like, I think that there's... But that macho European shit, that's already, they have that. That's like, that. I don't... When I used to teach English, um, when I taught ESL, it was like adult touristy types. I've said this a million times, so like... But they were tourists, like they had money to fuck around and like fuck around in New York and pay rent for a couple months and not work and study English. And like the Europeans, men are not every single person, whatever disclaimer, but they are fucking pain in the ass. Like they are, there's like an entitlement of what has to happen for them and and what has to happen from them from women. And it's like a real gendered expectation of what every individual is supposed to like. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I really had an intense feeling from European men specifically of, um, of, and I'm like, so they were like a lot of delightful people and whatever, but like a kind of like almost childish entitlement. Is it like, I don't want to sound overly negative because I don't really mean it overly negative, but I do mean that there's a distinctly European brand of male energy that is different from the American brand of male macho bullshit. So when I was in like Montenegro, mostly in like sort of like Croatian, like the Eastern Europe, um, the Balkans, I noticed men were like all shirtless all kind of like chest out there was something more um yeah just aggressive in the presentation of their maleness mm-hmm. um and that was so fucking hot i can't <laughs> even tell you eastern european's different than western european too though it's totally. like it's interesting because it's like both gayer and straighter at the same time do you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like they're real like it's like stupid how they dress and how they like interact with other men but they're also like so fucking macho and like this super aggressively male way do you know what i mean whereas i think in western europe it's more of a gentle it, there's like a r- super aggressive male entitlement, but the male himself is like a little bit softer. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then Mil- Middle East is totally fucking different too. Oof. Middle East is some flavor. God bless <laughs> the chickpeas. <laughs> I don't know what the God fuck God bless is. those hot falafs. Oh, a little sesame? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> there is something delicious about the Middle East in general. Yes, that yeah. nice tabbouleh. Oh my god, it really <laughs> is just the cat's lavna. <laughs> <laughs> A nice Cuba. <laughs> um, okay, we're back. Sorry, once again, I let the fucking card get full. I don't know what to do about this fucking card. Anyway, I'll deal with it for next week. We're not hireable. Okay, fine. So the episode hiccuped and we're back. Anyway, you were talking about something that I was really into, the strengthening of the asshole. Oh, yeah, right. So it's like happening. And then you went into something racist about China. Oh, yeah. The Chinaman is becoming strong. <laughs> well, that's kind of hot, too. We haven't gotten that far east, so might as well no, just keep it going. Look, they have a hot... The okay, is the... the is the president of China hot? Because he's kind of yeah. hot. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah and now yeah. he's their king. So, Ooh, like, forever. hello. <laughs> For life. Yeah. For life. I just came. <laughs> Do you think that he and Donald Trump circle jerk? Yes or yeah. 
Um, I'm going to go with option number two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? It's like they have kind of a hot so because he's their Trump. Yeah, he's their Trump. But on Chinese, it looks hotter than on white, I'm going to say. Donald Trump has a few things that he's going to be able to do uh, that I think is going to sol- that are going to solidify him. Like, I think that the roads and like infrastructure could be really big. I think he's going to end up with legacy. healthcare. And I think healthcare. You I think he's going to end up with. I want to be clear. I said this is the other one. reason. The other reason I really started to think about it. Like, <laughs> Karen, your lateness is really crazy. My stubbornness is really crazy. Yeah. Hell yeah. 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 And like, I will not. I've been on. T- I've been <coughs> on early. I'm going to say early. Yeah, on you time. Were. I'm going to be on the early side of on time. I did it. <coughs> two in me, a row. Two in a row because it was an issue. Yeah, it's so nice. I I really trust that it's going to revert to some sort of lateness. No, 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 but it's okay. That's not mean. That's serious. (laughs) I want to let you know that when it happens, I've really thought about this. Like, I hope it never goes back to 90 minutes or even 60 minutes. Like, you know, the 30 minutes is like a good place to keep it at. Like, 30 minutes is always like a good place to keep lateness. It's been zero minutes. It's been negative three (gasps) today. Today it was negative three. Does that mean I have a six point credit? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is also the thing. You're very Jewish. <laughs> oh, I prefer Machiavelli. Prove to me the difference. Prove to me the difference. No, but it is it's all a dialogue. Everything is a, is like a back and forth. Like every fight, every argument, <laughs> every discussion, every cu- every like volley, every joke. It just like is a back and forth. It's very yes, actually. You yes and fights a lot. Mm. That's why it's fun to fight with you. I you like to yes, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I like to yes as well. Uh, I don't know. I see. You like to no? Well, no. Fuck you. Okay, yes. <laughs> Whoa, that's exactly it. <laughs> wow, I, that really got me. That was like a Kate Wolf moment. Happy birthday, Kate Wolf. Happy birthday, Kate Wolf. We love you. Friend of the show, Kate Wolf. And the show loves you, Kate. I don't know what's not to love about Kate Wolf because, you know, she sat with Yumi and uh, Shelby. Now I'm the only one without <laughs> lips, did. by the way. I'm the only person <laughs> in our okay, family. Get it together. <laughs> Buy yourself some lips. Be an adult. <laughs> How much did your lips cost? Um, uh, I don't remember. Um, they cost. They're not. I mean, look, you don't get discount lips. You get amazing the best new york lips that money can buy the most subtle and beautiful naturally over flawless. no 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 it's probably like four or five hundred bucks oh for lips for lips yes you spend yeah i'm not going to do that but that's interesting i would never do i i mean look i know a guy it's like i've i've i really i'm not i would never just do it any old way like believe you me this was excavated this like this person like he is the best of the best and he does the best fucking work and he's mad on the dl and it's just the best shit the most new york shit ever so and honestly they're new york lips because they're like perfect and subtle and look like mine honestly it's like hey i couldn't have picked a, a better dude and i don't know if i'll like upkeep it or whatever but like yeah totally like a fun body mod that's really how I see it. It's like, yeah, it was, it's, it's very much more intense than that, like to do it to your face. And also like initially it looks crazy. And if you go on patreon.com, I uploaded you did? <laughs> a crazy picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So comment and tell me what, <laughs> what you think. Um, I can have that done permanent. 
Yeah, it was me after I'd been crying <laughs> with my swelled up. You can see tear streaks <laughs> down my face and fucking lips like like they're shiny, like really batshit insane. And um, everything's like totally cool. If you follow us on Insta at Unhirable Show, <laughs> there's some stories up right now of us being so cute in our process. And you can check out my face. Um, Bought and paid for, baby. You know, it's interesting. I don't know if this is sexist, but, like, I really, like, look at it differently for women. Maybe It is different for women. Yeah. We have a, everything's harder for women. You know what I was thinking? No, but I mean in terms of sex appeal. Like, like mm. a man to do that to his face. I think it's too feminizing. I don't think that's I think nice. That it, it, maybe that's what a it is. A man doesn't need to know. do that. A man can have some hard angles. Like, that's sexy on a man. Like, a man can have a little bit of roughness and, like, around the edges. It doesn't have to be perfectly groomed. It's, it's too feminized to be, like, too soft and too groomed i i mean i think maybe you get used to everything um and maybe i would get mm, used to it a hundred percent i'm also young i'm like 35 so like i'm young i'm on the young side to even but like in like five ten years i'm sure guys are gonna start really doing a lot mad yeah yeah because i'm already seeing like gay shit guys under my are eyes. i think honestly i think straight men like straight men please don't get plastic shit done unless but you're I'm in like entertainment with gay men I don't like, I like it. I like a man to be a man, honestly. Like, if you gotta, like, work out, eat a salad, that's great. But, like, yeah, don't fuck with your face like that. If you gotta. <laughs> <laughs> Look, when Holy push comes shit. to shove. <laughs> Straight men get literally so every such a pass. pass. But you crazy. know what? I think that men... Here's my theory about men and women. Like, don't men and women that. are fucking different. Men and women are not the same. And it's because we need to do different shit. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, men are more ADD than women because men are out there hunting. And you got to be a little ADD to, like, spot little movements and stuff and be able to follow them. Do you know what I'm saying? And women need to have yeah. a more absorbing task, like, you know, focus to raise a baby and make it not die. Um, yeah, I think that also... And I think that... Okay. <laughs> I think that also... Everything is more, everything that women do is at a higher level of complexity than for men. And I mean that in like the literal mathematical sense because we have more variables that we deal with in any given thing. Like Just what? mathematically, more, like we have a vagina to carry around and that has a million inherent risks. Also, sometimes it's pregnant and sometimes it's bleeding. So we have to manage that everywhere we go and it's always under threat. And and we're smaller. So that means that any task that we do, a man and woman do equal, like dropping a bowling ball and a feather from a building. It's like, but it's like the gravity's unequal. So going to the store, for example, like a woman just has more to contend with and therefore biologically. What do you mean a woman has more to contend with? Because she always has those variables on her. Women always have more. Because her pussy just explode hundred percent. That is my <laughs> oh argument. My <laughs> because women wow. have exploding we really, pussies. All right, yeah, fine. Yeah, that's my fucking that. argument. That's right, you don't. And it's an, and it's and it's it's the white noise of our <laughs> lives. It informs everything. No, like, I'm dead serious. And so correspondingly, women's brains have evolved to handle more on going complexity and that's why we can multitask easier and men are more unitask because um, we have to keep all these balls in the air including your balls <laughs> well I think that that's a bulletproof argument I, I don't know that you're wrong about that but you're gonna disagree <laughs> no, no no I just like wonder yeah no I, I, I don't think women are yeah women are like really amazing 
I don't think oh, women are not amazing at like organizing and like doing shit. Mm. Like I like the way women manage. I I like the way lesbians manage. Um, manage is a good word. I mean, I know you mean it literally, like to manage a restaurant, but I also mean no, manage. I mean in not just restaurants either. Yeah, you're right. Women manage. Yeah, I just like the way women manage. I've only been managed in any job I've had, pretty much, like in an office. At a newspaper, my editor was a gay man, and he and I uh, had a kind of like complicated relationship because I was a mess. Um, but I love I love him. I think he's a really special person. Um, and I l- really loved being managed by him. But he managed mm. like a woman, kind of. Meaning? I don't know. He was like sort of like like a mama fag, you know? Like he was like, he was like, like nurturing like a mom. You know, he was like uh, soft. He was gentle. But, you know, like still a man. Mm. Um, but he was like a, like, you know, you know, a soft person. He, um, so it was different. Like I've been managed by like n- real alphas and I don't That's fucking not fun. like that. Yeah, no. No, 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 no. Oh, because I've only been, ma- I like gay men. It's straight men that I've struggled with for the most part. Well, the alpha thing makes it so that you automatically can't really be peers or equals. It's like, and in addition to the inequality of like the manager employee relationship, now it's also they're a top on top of it and you have to be a bottom and you're not you're not a bottom you're a co-worker and a top <laughs> as well i'm the bottom to a bunch of women professionally like but i think like like with school shootings <laughs> and i don't want this to like be taken wrong or anything but i mean with people who act out really violent impulses because they ha- have violent impulses that are not managed blah blah blah, blah you know like what was I saying? I totally lost it. You were saying like with like um, school shootings. Or <laughs> I impulses. started a sense of school shootings. Okay. Why? What were we are just you, talking about? Oh my god! Are you getting too high? Somebody did comment that. What were we? But wait, but seriously, on, what were we just talking about before said, this? Caring, stop getting high. But um, we haven't. It's wearing off. I'm getting the. <laughs> you were talking about. You were talking about bottoms. I said I'm the bottom professionally. Mm-mm-mm. I have been. Mm, interesting. Yeah, I'm saying I think people forced into a bottom role that takes a psychological toll on people. Not that anyone's ever not responsible for their actions. It's not what I ever am saying about that. But well, there's a difference I think that there's between some being a bottom and being like a like a yeah I guess bottom sure forced into it somebody who's bullied but i'm saying that's like a kind of humiliation well, look at the parkland kids right have you been following them at all because i've been largely yeah, a little avoiding bit them. I, i've been following them peripherally just to, like they it's interesting to me how they i read a thing about like one of the news things about how they um how they did it like how they mobilized people do you know what i mean and it was uh-huh. like a lot of kind of like intuitive stuff like you know mobilizing right away and they like kind of branded it right away like you know they hashtagged it right away they didn't sleep in on it all they didn't you know what i mean they didn't like take time to more whatever they were like in front of the cameras like hashtag never again and they were like you know they gave a million interviews they were everywhere just got to where you saw them a lot like they were super vocal it's interesting like these kids like kind of this is like the this is the generation after us, you know what I mean? Like that grew up with Facebook and all that. They kind of, I think they have a more of a, it's like they feel how to, they felt, they felt 
how to get to people right away with that in a way that like now you and I know, but they're kids. Yeah, but they grew up. Yeah, exactly. But they it's grew like up my with niece and nephew, the same thing. They're the same. They're the first generation that I'm seeing with my niece and nephew that grew up probably touching devices. Because mm-hmm. how old are these kids? 16? They're like 17, 18. Oh, geez, Those kids man. are like senior. Uh, actually, yeah, I guess 16, 17, whatever. They're kids. Yeah, they're older kids. Okay. I st- am struggling I've been avoiding it. I just like really can't look at those kids because I don't, it's not about them. It's about who I see retweeting them. And like, I don't like creating this like crop of celebrities from this school shooting. Right. I'm like deeply uncomfortable. I now know the name. It's like David Hogg. Yeah. And Emma, Emma Gonzalez. Um, I know their two names and my personal favorite, Kyle Kashev, hashtag Team Kyle. What he said that, that he'd hoped that Melania Trump would become his mentor. He like he's <laughs> trolling the other ones like with like NRA tweets. <laughs> <laughs> he went and had a meeting with the president. <laughs> so there's the MAGA survivor who's my favorite. So it's almost like the Spice Girls. Like, there's, like, one of each type. Like, Emma's the, like, the lesbian who's, like, screaming and an activist. And David's going to be a politician. And it's really uncomfortable to watch these kids, like, display their emotions on camera. Mm -hmm. It's deeply uncomfortable. But not because of them doing something that's wrong, but because I'm from the generation that that's like uncomfortable to watch mm-hmm. i'm trying to go along with it and like understand where these kids are at because i i you know what it's it, i'm not watching the videos i can't the, watch them what the older generation's figuring out now is that they're treating young people they're treating whatever happens to young people as though it's going to stay among those kids until those kids get older, go to college, graduate, get jobs, and then are vocal adults. But that's not how it works anymore. Like, all these kids are online, so... And, and, and online comes to them as well. Do you know what I'm saying? So, like... So, their thing of, like, no, no, not... Like, these kids can just go online and people are waiting for them to do that. And, and, and the older generation is going to be, like, done in by that. Because kids are, like, yappy now. <laughs> kids are yappier than ever before. Kids are um, performative. Not perform. Yeah, they're performative. You know what? They're the musically, <laughs> that app generation, where it's, like, everyone gets a star in their own music videos. So they're all used to that shit. They're all used to seeing, like, how you, like, you know, know your angles now on Insta stories. Like, they know their angles. They've known their angles in a way that, like, we didn't growing up. Because we didn't see ourselves always in devices. I still don't. Oh, come on. I mean, I guess I sort of... You an angler, too. Come on. I guess I do. Um, Yeah. No, I do. Of course. I, like, always just take mirror selfies, like, straight on. That's a good... It's a good selfie hack. Just to just take a mirror selfie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a good... It's a good, um, um, like, sexy picture hack. It's so much easier than trying to take a naked selfie. That's, like, so awkward. You get so much arm in there. It looks so noodly. It's, like, mirror oh selfie's God. the way to go. But my, like, ass is, like, it's, like, big, but it's, like, a, like a little, like, 
you know, I'm 35. It's got like some stretch marks or whatever. There you go. Um, so I always like feel like I like can't get a good angle on that. So I take the mirror backwards one because I'm like, oh, that accurately represents how I think it should look when I send it to people. (laughs) (laughs) I just like that. It's like a it's like a what you see is what you get instead of getting a photo negative or whatever. Like, I just want to see the picture and take the picture. Body selfies too hard. Not doing the contortions. Within reason, I've done a couple (laughs) cute ones. I have so many naked pictures of myself. <laughs> me too. I don't care if those ever got out. What would humiliate me is the selfies where I'm taking serious selfies or smiling selfies <laughs> or laughing selfies or charming selfies or just whatever my psycho selfies are that I take alone that I just forget to delete. So you just, just you know, when, when am I going to go through like thousands of pictures? I mean, honestly, it's like someday I'll do it and then it's like. I know, I'm never but then sometimes I'm like, I need this for my archives. Like, what if just like years from now I'm just flipping through all these old selfies? And I'm like, oh my god, look how cute! This is weird. Like, art project. Yeah. So I whatever. That would be humiliating. My iCloud is full. Is it? If anyone wants to have it, <laughs> full of dreams. <laughs> and stretch it out so I have more space. <laughs> That's true. That's how fisting works. Karen, please relax. (laughs) Stop. They don't know that it was really me. (laughs) Um, Um, Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, this all started. I don't even remember. But then I hijacked it and was like, we fought. And then. Oh, yeah. We got into our issues. That's okay. Look, I want no negativity with anybody really going forward. I just, I don't like to hold on to that. I want to like, I want people to live their lives. I want to like better myself and be crazy rich. So I think everybody can just get along. Oh, that's such a good way to put it. It's such a like, that's the thing. That's the New York hustler way. That's the way that New York operates. It's snapping into that mentality. (laughs) But I don't mean like being a dick. I mean like go do your dream and fucking make that fucking money. Like do it. Go do. Go be you. Exactly. That's the literal New York. The dream's not enough. Yeah. Make that hustle pay. Yeah. Work the money angle. Try. Try. Be cute. That's what every single person that I know who has money says. That's exactly the, ar- the it's advice. It's never been a priority to me until now to make money. Now I'm at a point in my life where I'm like, and you know what? I feel like I can back it up. Like, you know what I mean? I'm like working on my, like, whatever. Working on my hustle in a way that I'm like, I can make, I can, like, it's time to make it make something. The hard part of living in New York is just getting over the hurdle to being there. Sure. To, to wanting to make money took forever took yeah, forever because you totally. know what i never felt entitled to like not that i'm entitled to money but it's like i feel like i could produce a thing so whereas before i was like i, I like r- learning doesn't even begin to describe you know what i mean you're like so thrown in head first here the important thing in new york too that i have really learned the hard way is to just not talk about anything to not like talk about things to just do things mm-hmm. and then present them and then talk about it but to not talk in advance not to not talk about anything talk about everything but only talk about things that exist Mm -hmm. like talking about dreams is not a new york thing 
No, it makes people really anxious. It's a way to make people freak out on Coke. <laughs> don't talk about your wow, dreams. Yeah, no, no, no. That's a panic inducer. Like, don't fucking do that. Either put up or shut up and just do your fucking line. Ooh, say it again <laughs> for the people in the back of my head. <laughs> that is really New York. True. It's years and years here. It's taught me don't blorble on about dreams. That is bad, bad, bad for your dreams. Bad karma. Go do your dreams. Don't fight. You know who people who achieve their dreams don't sit around and talk about it. They really don't they're always busy doing it they don't have the fucking time they just get up and then every day you make something happen a hundred percent you don't have time to sit there and blab it if you're on blow you better be fucking or working the hardest part of it for me the hurdle to get over was just feeling like i deserved to be doing work that i'm doing and to feel like even i think to some extent with this podcast um to feel like that I was at the level that I was ready to accept the responsibility. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I was at that level in my own development. Right. It took me a long, you know, it took me a while of just like whatever, getting all that kid shit out to like take pride in work and like have my own standards for myself and my work that makes like, you know what I mean? Where like the things you see clearly that you do, that you have to do that make your thing you. The biggest issue with this podcast has been the Patreon, I think. In terms of like, like, not being impeccable in the word. Mm -hmm. Like, and that's, I think, like a really important thing that a lot of people that I know who are successful. My favorite people who are successful are like, be impeccable in your word. I mean, unless you, like, you know, need to not be for a minute. But, like, be impeccable, you know? In your word, meaning, like, what you say is what you do. Which, yeah, you mean, yeah, like, you say you're going to do something, do it. Like, for the most part, be that way. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, unless you, like... For sure. But you know what? That gets to the point of the issue of lateness. That's what it is. It's against your word. So you say you're going to be somewhere, and then you're not. And it's not even... It First of all, time is, like, a precious, precious thing. But also, yeah, it was your word. It's your... your so your word's not... So your word erodes. The work around And I, I get it. That. No, no, no. But the work around for that it's is, It's annoying, like, though, because it's really hard to be on time. <laughs> What's the work around? What's the hack? Is that you just, like, deliver the product. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, sometimes, I'm a delight. Uh, yeah, no, you are. It's like, you are. 100%. I just Thank didn't you. want to validate We're the noticing it. <laughs> again. Again but and I, again. I invite that, you know. Well, you have it. to, if you fuck up that, like, if and that you're like, I'm just going to do this, then, yeah, you do have to be good. But also, yeah, I don't know. It's not that I'll never be late ever again for the rest of my life, but it's like, it's it's crazy how much my own compulsive behaviors have largely gone unnoticed by me. <laughs> Yo, it's <laughs> Until really recently. admirable. Honestly, it's really admirable. Not that you're like, but like it inspires me to think about the ways that like I was not being productive. Like one thing you said to me in a fight, because you you really like cut right to a truth, uh, was that I take things out and like from outside of my outside like life, I bring like emotion into like arguments with you. And that really made me think like everything that you've ever said, because you are such an honest person. Um, kind of a radically honest person. That's one good thing about being a psychopath <laughs> in New York City. You really are just like you cut right to the like boom, no emotion facts. And 
I don't know if facts is the right word, but there's like a truth there. Mm. You know, there's like a thing and it's inspiring to it's it's inspiring like reciprocal truth. You know, and like introspection and um I don't think that a lot of people afford other people that opportunity. You know, so even though you're late, whatever. I like I said I don't want to normalize this, especially I'm like being really clear. Was late. Yeah. But yeah, please. Yeah. <laughs> All right, fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. Uh both points equally fair. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Go on. Uh I think that like it's the what's the bigger truth what's the bigger what's the bigger truth the bigger truth is that like roseanne's back on tv tonight crazy and like she's somebody who's transcending trump wait is that the bigger truth of this (laughs) and i think that you and i together sort of can transcend trump yeah we are trans trump i think we are trans trump Mm -hmm. yeah i because i just think that like both of us feel sort of the same way about it and it's i haven't met a lot of people who will get to that truth in this crazy moment that we're in and like that's my favorite thing about doing this podcast with you is um the uncomfortable awareness that you and i are just the same type of trump psychopath (laughs) (laughs) post-trump psychopath well that well look that's the thing is like people want to people want to say that i want to say that he's good or he's bad and I don't take that view of it. I take a like utility view and like a also this is what's happening view. Like, but you can't because you're white or because of your proximity to whiteness. Fine, fine, fine. You know, I can I can cede a certain amount of space to that. But like, but if you just zoom out for two seconds, zoom out of your feelings and just zoom out of this particular node in, in space and time, just look at the trajectory of the country and the the mood of the people. Like, this is serving a purpose. Whether it's pleasant for us to experience China. or not, China—that's the purpose. Look, but but Big look at how the thing. mood swings. It's like, yeah. but look, the Russia. the mood of the world goes a certain way. Now, is this? You can come up with all the reasons, whatever. Look, this is this is how. It's so wild to watch a global mood shift, and that's what we're watching happen right now. Now we are seeing it now. Look at all the crazy shit and the outrage that's happening in this country. That's a precious resource. That's literally, we took the potential energy of people sitting at home and turned it into kinetic energy of people going out and saying shit and doing shit. That's an amazing shakeup that's happening. So to that point, I, I don't see Trump being in office as, an, as, as a, a bad or a, a thing that has morally negative repercussions for us. I think that we can contain this and it is a useful thing for us. If it's happening, we need it to happen and we can harness this also if you're like, this isn't the direction I wanted to go in, but we can use this as a point to do something good. Well, it just depends on like where you see the lines being drawn for the impending world war who's teaming <laughs> up with whom i i don't think that i'm fucking joking about that actually uh, i hear you i think that he's like beefing up his mm-hmm. yeah i think that some shit's like about to go down that's been about to go down and, and i don't think that like is necessarily triggered by him i think he's responding to that you know i i don't I, think yeah i think, I think i'm not saying right. he's not feeding into that energy but i'm also china saying that hasn't him a like lifetime no big deal Trump is the guy that's going to look at other countries and be like they're building up they're building up Russia's been doing uh, exercises in the Arctic getting ready to take over giant pieces of the Arctic he's like let's beef our shit up good let's beef our fucking shit up it is going to be a world war yes it is 
Donald Trump is the president that Russia elected, and this week he expels a record, I believe a record, mm-hmm. number of Russians from this country. <laughs> he literally <laughs> just is like, get out of the country. Closes the Russian consulate in Seattle completely because of its proximity to a base up there. So, like, I think a naval base. So, these are things that are, like... I mean, his critics, I just, like, watching him be covered is really difficult because it's, like, he does exactly what you would probably want anybody to do. Mm-hmm. Like, he does more than he even probably... He's like, yeah, I'll just get rid of all of them. Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah. See you later. Right. That's what's so interesting when people are like, and he must go, and this and that. I think people have no idea how this is going to turn out. And people who are all... Like, it's going to be a bunch of big hits. He's going to deregulate a bunch of shit that's going to take us years to get back. And it's going to... F- people are going to get fucked over by corporations. 100% it's happening now. But he's going to move some other big... You know, it's like... It's like the things that make people successful is also what makes them shitty and that includes artists and everybody your strength is your weakness so the things that he does right he's firing on the same algorithm as the things he does wrong it's not that there's not a mood that strikes him one day or the next it's the same reasoning it's interesting too because like Barack Obama was like you can't just like turn the wheel of a ship because you'll capsize you have to just tick it a little bit at a time if you want to like change course and Mm. Donald Trump's just like, yeah, spin the wheel. See what happens. Yeah. You know? yeah. All right. Oh, oops. Oh, tipped over. Everyone okay? All right. Well, a few people died, but whatever. They were losers. <laughs> they weren't huge. <laughs> or they were huge. Losers. <laughs> um, no, it's not fun to be him. No. No. But, you know, but I just think that the fucking guy is uh, really probably leading us into war. So anybody who voted for Donald Trump... I think he's, I don't know if he's leading us into war, but I think he's not not leading us into war. I think there's a distinction. Okay, he is more openly being like, yeah, we could get more. That's what I'm saying, though. He's not not going to lead us to war, but that's different than leading us to war. I don't think he's actively looking for war. I don't think anybody would. That's horrific. Donald Trump's going to come out in this presidency potentially and be like, "Uh, we got to have a draft. So... But Sorry. you know what? We might have to have a draft. Yeah, we might have, have to have, have a draft, draft because of Russia. We might have to have a draft because China. of ISIS. We might have to have a draft because of China. Yo. We might have to have a fucking Who draft. Who is on team what? Who's on team Crohn's? <laughs> but here's my question. Like, like, how close does it get to these shores? Because, like, we felt 9-11 a little. But, like, what if shit really goes down here? Yeah. Well, we're in the spot. You and I what are in the spot. What if some shit with, like, immigration does go down? Um... Like, what if some, like, bad people are in the country? Like, what? They, there must be. There have to be people in the United States. Mm-hmm. It's not a steel fortress. Right. Like, there have to be people here yeah. that want to kill other people. So, like, That's what they're banking on, though. Like, they know that statistically some people are here who are bad and want to do bad things. But, like, most people are not. But we're other places, and we're bad, and we're doing bad things. We're in Niger, and we're building that... Horrific, uh, massive it's Niger, drone. <laughs> you asshole. Is it? It's Niger, yeah. Is it Niger? Yeah, because there's Nigeria, and so it's Niger. Also, they speak French. Oh, well, I am racist or just an You asshole. are brutal. Nope, you're brutal racist. Brutal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm brutal. You're a vichy racy. Um, but in niger uh they're building niger they're building say it again (laughs) they're building this um drone base 
and it keeps being attacked and like the New York Times is the one that's been like writing about it because like four like US soldiers and a bunch of like Niger so how do you what do, what's the like what do you call people from Niger I don't know I mean I, I should look this up but I anyway I used to know because Nigerians are Nigerians alright so I will from Niger are if Shroud were here, he would scream the N-word. <laughs> I know, I know. That's all I can hear, too. Uh, if Daddy were here, he would be screaming N-words at us. Um, yeah, what do you... Okay, great question. How did I even, like, think I was going to bring this up and not know that? Um, okay, but there's people attacking this drone base there. So I'm just saying, like, we're bad people in other countries. Like, we're going out and we're killing a bunch of people from Niger. Um, are you looking up what people from Niger? <laughs> I, I need to this know. This is really problematic. This is like deeply racist. Nigerois. Because it's French. Oh, it's French. Nigerois. The Nigerois. Wow. I feel They're like a dumb bitch. You are, but I'm a dumber <laughs> bitch. <laughs> That's what I like about you. you. You validate my dumb bitchness. Thank you for noticing that I validate. What? <laughs> <laughs> No, but I think that that's a thing that a lot of people feel and then they just like are more politically correct in dealing with it than you and I are. When we're together. I used to be really politically correct. I'm much less politically correct since knowing you. Good. Is that an annoying word to use? Politically correct sucks. Is that a word people still use? Yeah, for sure. It still describes something in reality. I don't know. I resent, I like really resented like Bill Maher for so long and like what he represented about like being a man and like the way mm-hmm. that he perfor- I don't know he was just like this gross like sort of like I don't know men and women are different like when I, I respond to men differently than I respond to women totally Wait, did you read like that Donald Trump uh, has no male friends he he like doesn't trust any men he only trusts women yeah that's like pathological mm-hmm. that's like so, that's uh, something's up with that i like i think hope hicks leaving is like a huge deal like a huge deal for like the course of what's about to happen who he's gonna listen to well it's probably kellyanne mm. i mean kellyanne conway has just been there she's machiavellian ride or die oh my fuck. god so hard you know what she learned really quickly Get the fuck out of the limelight. Mm-hmm. She just she went, went the right fuck into away. the shadows. Yeah, and you know what? Good for her because when you're in the shadows, you can get your face done. You can chill for a sec. You she can do your great, shit. She looks refreshed. Homegirl refreshed herself. And you know what? Good because she was raising out under all the stress. And it happens to the best of white women and other white oh. women. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gross. Yeah, we raisin under pressure. Sorry, I heard white women and just became a raisin. <laughs> and became nauseous. <laughs> uh, we understand. That. We as white women understand your reactions to us. No, but here's the And truth. I'm saying as someone who presents white, I think that, that I think that Jew is not white. I talk about women being a pain in the ass, but really it's men who pose the biggest threat. That is what I've learned. Meaning? I mean literally, like the the it's men. Like as annoyed as I get for with I've talked so much shit about white women. I know. <laughs> I know, but I really have softened in the last couple of days because I've had two really like sort of like intense experiences with men, and like I've been thinking about That's it. That's so like, fucking hot. <laughs> <laughs> 
boom and only both of them were sexual <laughs> can't not be sexual go ahead tell your story <laughs> i know my therapist once told me that physical violence is the same always as sexual, sexual. well and yeah. sexual violence is, uh, sexual anything sex sex is violent sex is violent sex is a kind of violent it's like super it's all it's a whole sexy invasion oh yeah yeah it's like imperialism yeah um, it's colonialism we colonize whoever's that asshole <laughs> karen and i are near boom two tops <laughs> sorry but it's gonna look a little racial hashtag two tops um, <laughs> <laughs> when we rebrand this rebrand the no. rebrand <laughs> by the way this is We're the last episode of unhirable <laughs> we're starting our new show called two tops <laughs> top one and top two <laughs> it's your guess who's who uh next week look out for it thanks for listening mm-hmm. um let's do a little rappy rap okay ready pew, pew, pew. anthony rapid fired um you got it In okay honor of Michi, ready gay superstar anthony uh rapid. chinese president xi jinping or okay. whatever racist <laughs> that's his name <laughs> but yes i am racist anyway <laughs> Um, Russian czar. <laughs> <laughs> he has to pick a new title every four years. Um, what's his face? Putin. Russian's next drag superstar. P- Putin. Um, my friend who works P-P-Putin? in Europe, my friend's friend who works in Europe calls him Putin. <laughs> like so passive aggressively to everyone. No, she's Vladimir like. Vladimir Putin. Yeah, she goes, yes, Putin. <laughs> Uh, when she talks That's to anybody. really, really funny. I'm stealing yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Starting Putin. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She means yeah. it sincerely. But Vladimir Putin. I'm stealing it yeah, out of yeah. the obnoxious. <laughs> okay, so it's Xi Jinping. Don't call me racist. I know I am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Vladimir Putin. Mwah. Thank you, uh, dear friend. And uh, American President Donald J. Trump or whatever. Oh, that is easy. Really? Uh, yes. Okay, have that. I am going to marry Xi Jinping. Racist. <laughs> correct. Um, Shut up. I'm not high. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, China's going to win, and I like a winner. Right? Um, I am going to fuck Poutine because I love cheese curd and gravy. Mm, I and think I did make Vladimir Putin is not not somebody he's had I work done he's had some fillers yeah he has had he's had work done up close he's, I he's had a, a liquid facelift that's yeah, what a liquid facelift sure. looks like he I, he has not yet gotten a traditional facelift i don't think um and i am gonna let nature do its course on donald trump because i remember he's due any second yeah yeah that mcdonald's habit so ooh, 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 ooh. okay with yo same same and i'll miss the jokes i'll miss the jokes listen same 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 yeah yeah of course his son just bought a gun who something. donald j jr the better to blow his brains out with why whoa sorry sorry violence that was like walking e- it back e- really oh yeah i guess it was a lot it was it just like came Kathy out of me Griffin. i know it did right yeah it just bubbled out I know thank god did. this is a podcast and nobody <laughs> listens to you yet but when you you know that's not really fair yeah no but i mean no one like in trump but maybe someone people trump listen does. to this what yeah that's true actually actually you know what I wouldn't be surprised if somebody kind of Trumpy listens to this podcast. I said it. You know what? I didn't say that as like a like my my no, of course not God, but like as like my actual opinion. Like I don't really have a strong opinion of him. It was well, it was like someone would. That's a that's like a thing. It was like I want to beat someone to saying that. 
Yeah, totally. You know what I mean? I was like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, so I did it. Blurbed. And Blurbed. Listen, this is, I stress to you, not hireable. I mean, truth in advertising, there has to be some kind of a word. However, if any one of the sons is going to do it, fuck Mary, and then you have to pick the one to do the suey. Wait, 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 what? To do the, like, the gun suicide. What are you, what's the question? Who would fuck, marry, kill? No, I was just trying to think of a workaround. I don't know. I'm now, I'm not high either. I don't no, know I'm, what I'm you're I'm talking about. No, I'm dead sober. Completely. I've never been so sober in my life. Cold sober. My temperature droppingly. Yeah, like. I'm frigid. I'm, are we alive? Oh my God, I one time got so high in college. Shout out to my, uh freshman year roommate oh my god Taylor, i've been so i've Tyler. been that high i've been like tripping high i thought college. i was die i died i a started seeing visions from my childhood like what kind of a no what kind of a smokeless person was i <laughs> you did yeah I, I listen i would saw i remember it too it was like Holy the letter yeah. it was a letter olive um 18 19 i remember the letter olive and it was shaped a certain way it was colored you know like that brown from our childhoods it's like that certain color brown that was like a kind of 80s 90s like mm. a 90s brown um, like anyway, the Sandlot. I don't know why. I don't know what that refers to. Okay. I, 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 I don't. I don't know where that was from. Maybe a book or whatever. But it came back to me, and I was like, "Oh yeah." Um, that's so interesting. We gotta jump off. Yeah, that's. Uh, you guys can find us on Patreon, which we now update regularly. There's a picture of my face. You can comment on it. I will continue to give you guys BTS updates of weird shit that i do and um hop on subscribe and we're at on show on everything and i'm karen with an e i'm tommy margolis and <laughs> he's tommy with an e margolis so catch us on the jams and the insties and the twiddos get us or don't or don't and we'll see you next week which means you did get us thank you for listening goodbye